With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Let me take a second and talk with you guys about a sponsor for the podcast that I am truly honored to have on board. And that's Pelican Craft Brands. Pelican Craft Brands is here to fight for the little guy. And we're talking about all those small independent craft breweries who struggle dealing with the big distributors trying to get their products on the shelves or on the taps in restaurants and bars around Baton Rouge when the fight for tap space and shelf space is just too much. Their mission is pretty simple. They want to educate consumers and help them in the discovery of U.S. independent family-owned breweries. Quality is at the top of their list. Their team and retail relationships offer a greater choice and selection as a result of their commitment to better beer. Right now, they've got a few local breweries here in Baton Rouge signed on, like Southern Craft Brewing Company, Rally Cap Brewing Company, Estruma Beerla Republic, Wachita Brewing Company, and there's a bunch more coming down the chain. Everybody's looking to sign up so they don't have to deal with the headache of the big distributor because they know these guys are looking to help them get out to the market and get out to you. So when you see their red truck rolling down the road, make sure you honk your horn and pick up some craft beer and challenge the status quo. It's summertime in Louisiana, folks. We all know what that means. Unbearable heat, unbearable humidity, and of course, hurricanes. That's right. Hurricane season is officially here. We're in the midst of it. So there's no better time than now to review your homeowner's insurance so you can understand the deductibles that you're responsible for. Because you definitely don't want to get caught with not knowing what they are if a major storm does come through and cause some havoc. Our friends over at Athlon Insurance, they've got competitive rates, man, through like 17 different carriers. They can make sure to find you great coverage with a highly rated company and more importantly, lower deductibles. Stop paying too much for your homeowner's insurance from a company that's probably got you the same exact coverage as everyone else. Call my buddy Dwayne Moran at Avalon Insurance. Get a free quote. It doesn't cost you anything. The number is 225-366-7530. That's Avalon Insurance. And tell them you heard it right here on the ABV Podcast. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We like drinking them, and we like talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. What's up, guys? Chuck P., the ABV Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading 
Remember, you can find the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to it on there, so that way when new episodes drop, you're going to get it first. Make sure to leave a review, rate the show. You can also get it on Spotify. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can get it on the Google Play Store for you Android users out there. And uh, also, there's a there's a an app that I've been using for podcasts lately that I discovered our show is on there as well, and it is called Overcast, and that's the name of the app. So if you're a podcast listener and you want to try something different besides the iTunes podcast app, try Overcast. It's pretty neat. So I am somewhat riding solo. I'm at Burgersmith on Highland and Old Perkins here in Baton Rouge. It is pint night on Friday nights because every month Burgersmith features a local brewery that they have for their brewery of the month. And during that month, you get dollar off pints of that certain brewery's beers. They do pint nights on Fridays at all their different Burgersmith locations. Uh, Someone from the brewery comes in. They've got shirts or pine glasses and stuff. They do some giveaways. Uh, right now, I am honored to be in the presence of, a, of one of my favorite people. Likewise. I'm not just, I'm not just likewise. saying that because you showed up. No, likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I love this man. Uh, so July, for month of July, Burgersmith is doing Gnarly Barley. And from Gnarly Barley, out of Hammond, Louisiana, I have Don Lacoste. Don, thank you so much for being here. Thank so. you. Thank you. Definitely enjoy hanging out with you. Yeah, even, man, we don't hang out enough. Even with a uh, microphone with a fuzzy uh, windscreen over the over the front of it. I'm told that makes it look professional. It does. I don't, I don't know what it does. It helps. It yeah. helps. All the all the popping. Apparently. No, I was I was, I was excited uh, when uh, when we uh, chatted about like meeting up and doing this because uh, I enjoy your company very much. Thank you, sir. Likewise, I love I love to to walk into the brewery when I go up there and see you there, or if, like you just happen to be out at events and I yep. know you're there. It's good to come have a beer with you and hang out. Just talk, just you know bullshit about what's yeah, going on. Likewise, beer, music, food, all the stuff. That's it. So, uh, your title would be brand manager. Would that be what um, we would call you? Or technically, uh, I guess you'd let's put it this way: on the business card, it's uh, director of sales. I like that um, better. Uh, it might, in the near future, change to include another word. Oh, you want to you want to uh, drop some news here? Is that what? Well, no. I mean, as as we are are you know, uh, when when I joined the company, we were we were you know less than ten people. Yeah, uh, we were more than twenty people now. So, with that being said, some of the roles and responsibilities of everyone involved have. have Kind of step up a little bit. Evolved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so some things that I originally started doing may be better suited for other people because maybe they handle them better than I do. Uh, maybe their time is is better used in that capacity because they're better at that task. Maybe my time is better used at a different task. So, some of the um, we find ourselves discussing a lot more operations. Okay. Um, and how you lay the groundwork to get to the next step of the phase of the company. So I think uh, everyone evolves in their, their, their job title. Um, if you're, at, you know, on a path to like growing it from a, I mean, it started as Zach and Carrie, right? There's two yeah. people. So obviously at that point it, it was two, two people with a, with a passion a dream and getting there. So they, they handle every responsibility. So 
to, to, to not get too far away from it, my title is director of sales because I'm looking at how we interact with the market, whether it be brand ambassador or distributor relations mm-hmm. or uh, you know beer festivals and just fun things like this. Yeah, um, it kind of is all under that header. Um, but as we move forward, I think we have some really talented people that are going to take over other roles and responsibilities and, and may deserve that title more than I do. Okay, I like that. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, just got a big old kind of push. Not a push, but you got, you got, a, you got some help from, uh, from the city of Hammond. You guys got some rezoning done. Yeah, for the brewery to basically take over that giant empty field that's across the street from the brewery. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the that that the that property was owned uh, by not us. Uh, <laughs> we we, need, we needed to purchase the property in, in order to keep um, keep the path clear for us to be able to put in some more equipment in 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 the near future and keep our s- staff. You know, growth uh, manageable. Uh, we were parking on top of each other. We couldn't fit cars in in our space. Yeah. We couldn't get the trucks in and out of the space. So the and lot we was talk about events. Necessary. Yeah, and then when you talk about tours and tastings on a weekend, uh, that people come for now. You know, we have a really great, great base of uh, Hammond regulars, right? Yeah. And, and we love them, and it's great because the conversations are real. It's not, it's not, it's not based on um, purely just the beer products mm-hmm. as much as like the community. So that's awesome that they want to come there. But we want them still feeling like they can come there and park. Yeah. When other people now we find that other people are traveling from further away, which is cool, which is great. I want people from Texas and Arkansas and Tennessee, whoever, whatever state driving in and visiting Louisiana breweries. But you don't want to upset the regulars who yeah. come there all the time right. and support I don't want to you upset guys. Them. So we needed a parking. So that was a big step forward. But we also had to get a rezone because if you're buying a piece of property and we don't have some big machine behind us, this is this is real hard dollars that are really matter to the brewery. Like we need to make sure that we could build an office space and a warehouse space and if we needed to put our canning line over there put our can line over there yeah uh originally with the the way that it was zoned we we couldn't do all those things so we had to make sure that we uh uh rezoned it and and the city of Ham was has has been supportive of, of us because we've been supportive of them yeah um we're happy to be there and and we really appreciate uh, the support of the community there too well you, you guys are helping to put you know money back into the economy of the city by having people, you have your Hammond regulars there, and like you said, you have people traveling from out of state to come in. I'm sure you guys get a lot of people coming in from the North Shore and stuff to come sit over there and drink as well. So I'm, I, it makes sense. It, it needed to be done. I know the last event that I was there for. Uh, it was there, cramped. It was cramped. There were uh, issues where cars were almost getting towed yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So this is going to help out tremendously. Now, I have, a, I have an idea for this whole rezoning thing for that that field you can pass this on to carrie and zach see see what they think about it maybe they thought of it i don't know it's just me i think you guys so obviously you're going to put some parking over there yeah i think you should you, you guys should just go ahead and put a just full-fledged tap room on that side 
and just have the old spot as that's where you're brewing, that's where you're canning, that's where you're doing everything. Well, you know, and, and that would require another – that's not – Included in the rezoning. Okay. Okay. So that would be another step. Something else we, to go we, back we, and deal we, with. We would have to. Um, it, I won't get too deep in it, but if you, tasting room is attached to manufacturing area. Yeah. In short, so uh, in order to do that, which which could be cool, because I mean, yeah, definitely had this. You know, you you dream about when when. I received a phone call from the property manager of that lot, and mm-hmm. he, and he said, I understand. You know, blah, 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 you may be interested. And I got off the phone, I called Zach, and I was like, you know, so all these ideas are rushing through your head. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, this could, we can do you this, know, we you, can do this. Yeah, you could have Wonka vision over there or whatever. <laughs> um, fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, in reality, like, for right now, uh, I do think it's a great idea, yes. Uh, but for right now, I think the, the, the tasting room has evolved in the space that it is. If, if anyone hasn't been there in the last six months, it looks dr- dramatically different. Yeah, you guys added another bar different. Yeah. In the, toward the front of yeah. the building. And, and the, yesterday I was up on an aerial lift doing more stuff. Oh, wow. So we're, we're constantly evolving there uh, to try to improve, you know, the, the atmosphere. Um, it, you know, yeah, maybe a couple of years down the line, there's that option. But I think immediately, uh, just having a surveys of soil and yeah. gravel and drainage, so that we can park there regularly all the time. Because sometimes when it, when it would rain too hard, you know, we're still dealing with that. It's raining hard right now. Yeah. Or or not as we speak, but you know, the old Barry. Yeah, old Barry. Oh, when. I won't say wimpy Barry, because a lot of people were like, you know, making fun of the storm, and it. Uh, Some people definitely suffered. Yeah, I mean, everybody in like you know Terrebonne Parish and down in Plattsburgh yeah. Parish and all those guys, Grand Isle. I mean, yeah, they got they got they got hammered. They got hammered. We got some wind here. We got a little rain. Yeah, but it could have been worse if the could, dry air didn't kill all that yeah. coming off the, coming off the. Uh, could the coast. definitely could have been worse. Could been definitely could have been worse. I, I'm 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 glad that we most. Most people were, were able to look back and say that it didn't affect them as much as it, what it could have done. Yeah. Because inversely, uh, had people ignored it, uh, and we had more fatalities or da- damage overall. I, yeah. I don't know what, what the whole the rescues, let's say. Uh, you, you would regret that more. Because New Orleans on Wednesday got beat up yeah, by th- that rain ban. In three hours. Ban. Yeah, they, in three hours they got like... Seven inches of water or something like that. Some areas got eleven inches. That's nuts. I saw a video from the French Quarter and like on Canal and stuff, and it was just like, like Hotel Monteleone had water in the lobby. My fiance was in her car for th- over three hours. Whoa! Sitting on a, a parking lot of flooded cars. Jeez. Couldn't go forward. Couldn't go backwards. It, it was. It was. It got hammered. Uh, I mean, uh, so I think that that ramped up the. Uh, warning broadcast. Yeah. Um, so in the end, if everybody had to sit at home and play some board games more than they would have, and spend time not on uh, electronic devices. Yeah. Actually socializing. With, yeah, with, <laughs> with with people of their family. That that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's a better outcome than than having, you know, uh, uh, people in harm's way. Yeah. Having someone show up with boats to get you out of your home because you have 
five feet of water in there and you can't get out. There's the Cajun Navy, you know. That's it. Cajun they, Navy. They can cook too. They can cook. <laughs> Speaking of cooking, let's get, let's let's get back to the the beer aspect of the show. You were telling me before we started, there's two things you guys talk about on Monday mornings at the brewery. Oh One, yeah. One's beer. Yeah. The other one's cooking. Yeah. Generally, we 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 always talk about Mondays is is a lot of uh, you know planning. I guess day ideas, what's going on for brew house operations and whatnot, and I mean they both go hand in hand. And then the so that's the number one thing we always talk about is beer related things. And the number two thing we always talk about is what did you cook over the weekend. So between a, a, a few of us, um, we're, we're generally talking about what recipe we executed. Um, <laughs> And a lot of times that's something involving, meat. Uh, yeah, smoking meat <laughs> or or some sort of uh, immersion cooking technique. Um, the the sous vide uh, is is definitely it's the greatest invention ever. I mean, it it, it could be anywhere between uh, brisket, uh, pulled pork, uh, steak, ribs. Um, I had necros the other night. Oh wow! Uh, somebody else cooked that. It was a great <laughs> restaurant. Uh, uh, beets, uh, Brussels sprouts, whatever it is, it does. It doesn't matter. It could be cheese. It could be. But we talk in depth about recipes overall. I think is the theme is that whether it's recipes for beer or recipes for food, we're always talking about flavor, flavor profiles, why it was different or why it was tasty or whatever the hell like it's a it's a definitely a <laughs> it's a number two conversation yeah but i mean cooking and brewing is that's pretty much the same thing i mean yeah yeah they go together hand in hand yeah it, it's it's why like you said you're talking recipes you have recipes for beer you have recipes for you know for the food that you cooked over the weekend so yeah i mean you know it, it, look look at the history of brewing brewing be, didn't Brewing didn't start as a big commercial operation uh, that one facility produced and then went out to households. Yeah. Brewing started in households, and the people that were brewing the beer then, a lot of times, were the, the, the women of the household mm-hmm. brewing beer. And then if that beer really caught on, it might go to other households, and then maybe it became something that was uh, sought after by other uh, neighboring towns. So it went from household to commercial. It didn't go from commercial down to household. So when you think about it, like cooking is at the core of all of that. So if you, if you really know your recipes, whether it be, you know, the best, you know, pot roast or, yeah. or, or best uh, barbecued whatever or the best beer, like you're going to talk about it and it's exactly. going to rise to popularity. Yeah, I I love that. I'm, I'm I love that you guys do that. Like Monday morning, just go over like what you guys cooked over the weekend. I think that's awesome. I mean, Zach has been, I've been seeing his post on Instagram of him just 
preparing his meats. Yeah, he's and now on Instagram, dude. Yeah, that's hey, that's scary enough right there. Dude. He's <laughs> he's he's accepted social media, and yeah. now he's just like on it all the time with his cooking. We got him on the train. That's awesome, dude. That, that, when I when I got a friend re- request from him, I was like, "Wait, what? Is this spam? Did somebody like create this and it's fake?" And I, I think I actually texted Carrie. I'm like, "Is this real?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's yeah. real." So, real, real deal. There you go. Hey, it's a good way to interact with uh, a lot of people. I, I, the format can be used for what you want it to be. Yeah. You know? So, and I, I think- mean, I, I definitely have found great things through those. Let's just say platforms. Yeah. Um, a lot of food, basically. A lot of food, and Instagram is great for that. Instagram is great for food and, and beer. Oh, I yeah. Mean, that's that's the perfect platform for those two things. Facebook, I mean, Facebook is, is what it is. Facebook is Facebook, and it's... I, as I'm getting older, <laughs> I'm like... I tend to find myself more on Instagram, and I'm on Instagram, and I'm look, I'm following food people, and I'm following chefs, and I'm following food fan pages, and obviously breweries and distilleries and such, and I'm just looking at all these things that people are making, and I'm just like, oh yeah, it draws me in. Like I, I see something, and I'm like, oh, I want to eat that. Or, for instance, like when we were in D.C. for Saber, and you're like, you need to check out this place, Lucky Buns, man. <sighs> Dude, came up with my Facebook memories today. Actually, man, a week, uh, three years ago today, I was at four years ago today. I was at that place eating what still is the most amazing burger I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're here uh, at Burgersmith, and I love I love this. Burgers too. are it's, great here. It's it di- slightly different style. Yeah. Um. So, just like anything, like you can't fit. Uh, one thing into the wrong style. I mean, you you wouldn't want to compare Cattle uh, uh, Common to uh, the boot, say. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> different. But um, you know, they have great great burgers here. I mean, one night I think I uh, I had a burger here, and it was like, man, it was just hitting a spot. It was awesome. It was amazing. But Lucky Buns, on the other hand, different burger, uh, and totally amazing as well yeah but yeah like word of mouth i think always will be hopefully Mm -hmm. will always be strongest yeah i think so um especially word of mouth from people that you know you can trust yeah and i think that's where where hopefully we get to is like you tune into what you trust just like i mean obviously i trust you yeah we're sitting here we're hanging out and we're having beers I told you to go to Lucky Buns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. That's that. I would not so, steal you wrong. So. so yeah, tune into the things that that you trust and let that be your light or darkness. Yeah, <laughs> your darkness. I, I like that. Your darkness. Yeah, I was torturing myself earlier in the week. I was fasting. So like, I I was on a. I've, I've been dieting since the beginning of the year. Lost about twenty six pounds over the last. Heck yeah. Yeah, I just like been doing low carb, high protein. Still like eating foods that I normally eat. Cut back way on fast food. Still drinking beers, but like I'm not pounding beers right, right, all right. the time. Be conscious of the yeah yeah. Right like I go, I'd go home yeah, at night from work. I have a beer, you know. And most of the time, that was for podcast purposes, like just to have some content to throw up. I'm open this, you know. I got this, yeah, you know. Ghost in the machine, or I've got a Juicifer, or I've got you know a Voodoo or something. Let me go pour a glass and take a picture. But I lost like 26 pounds. I was doing good over the last month or so. Just 
kind of fell into fell back into some bad habits, which happens. Yeah. Put on a few pounds. I figured earlier in the week, like, let me go ahead. I'm gonna do a three day fast, just water, coffee, and for dinner is basically like beef broth with some seasoning, just to you know kickstart the system again and start all over. Yeah. But all three days I'm sitting at work and I'm on Instagram and I'm just looking at like <laughs> steaks and burgers torture. and and my buddy Ross who's who's normally on the podcast with me most of the time he's like why are you doing that like yeah. you're fasting and you're yeah. sitting there looking at food and I'm just like cuz I want to torture myself I guess I don't know yeah yeah that's hard between that's hard. between showing finding like really cool beers and going bro look at this and then me looking for like you know the most insane cheeseburger on the planet which by the way is at a place in australia that makes the most out of this world like Funny concoctions right there, right there right now i'm trying to remember dude I, there. I wish i could remember the name of the place there's two burger spots i follow in australia and they post the most amazing pictures of burgers and it's just like in it's like five patties with like eggs and Bacon and like I think one of them had asparagus. I don't know. It was just like they do the weirdest things, but the burgers look amazing. So I'm like, I just want to go to Australia to go eat burgers. Is that wrong? I mean, while you're there, you might want to try, well, yeah. check out a couple other things. I'll, I'll look around. I'll be a tourist. Maybe some kangaroo. <laughs> some kangaroo. I kind of want to, you know, get out there and see if it, how badass kangaroo can kick my ass. Well, yeah, I mean, they they look, they look like they can kick some ass. They could take a they could take a man down. I've, I've seen yeah. some fit, some. I mean, uh, they're, they're fit. They are fit. Uh, let's get some background on you, man. Like, so I I always heard of you from our our good friend Kirk Holder. Yeah, who used to play down at the Bulldog in New Orleans yeah. on Magazine. Super good dude. You work there. Super is that, talented. Is that, well, he's. I I asked that dude. He's like a catalog of. Oh, he's he's awesome nuts. Awesome songs. I asked him to to uh, go online and I can't think of the word that I need to find for this, but like he be he. Became a minister online, like whatever you, whatever that's called. Oh yeah, efficient. Yeah, to do my wedding. Yeah, he did it. Like I just asked him if he would do it, and he said, "Let me look into it." And he's like, "All right, it was fifty bucks. I did it." So the only good thing to come out of my marriage was Kirk Holder <laughs> doing that for me, and also he played. So nobody knew he was doing this. Like this was a complete secret for everybody. So him and another friend of mine were playing acoustic guitar while everyone. We're getting their seats and stuff. Is that um, it's my buddy Bo Jameson. I don't think I don't I don't think you've ever met Bo. Uh, he's not a craft beer drinker. He makes fun of me all the time. So uh, you definitely probably haven't met him. But they said they were going. Yeah, I said they were like, "What do you? What kind of stuff do you want?" Well, let's grab. Hey, Bree, our our, our server Bree. We're gonna order some beers real quick. I'm gonna get what you were drinking, the uh, radical the, the rye. radical rye. And I will, I will do the uh, inverse. I will do uh, juice fruit this time. There you go. Juice, juice fruit. Yes, please. Make sure, guys, when you come to Burgersmith on the Highland and, per- and Old Perkins, you ask for Bree as your server. Because she's doing a bang-up job. Thank you, Bree. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. Cafe Cito Coffee Roasters was started by two friends from across Louisiana that came together here in Baton Rouge to share a common passion for specialty coffee. They focus their efforts on responsibly sourcing, craft roasting, and meticulously brewing the best coffees possible to serve their customers across the country. They take a different approach to great coffee. They believe great coffee doesn't have to be arrogant, snobbish, or patronizing. It just needs to be what it is, great coffee. And just like all great things, it should be enjoyed by everyone. They pay a higher price for their coffee, 
helping struggling farmers who in turn produce better quality coffees. They roast every batch to showcase the intrinsic quality of each brew. They sample every single batch before it even leaves the roastery. That's their motto. That's why they're different, and that's why they aren't your average roaster. You can find Cafecito coffees around Baton Rouge at local grocery stores, or you can order online at cafecito.com. That's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. They, they were like, what kind of music do you want? I'm like, just play something acoustic, kind of laid back while everybody's getting their seats and all that stuff. So me and my best man walk, and we go to, go to stand at our spots, and they're playing uh, Closer to the Heart. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, doing yeah. some Rush, all right. So then they went from that into another Rush song. And then from there into another Rush song. And I just looked at my best man. I'm like, are they playing nothing but Rush tunes? They're like, yeah, I was told not to tell you about that. They wanted to surprise you. <laughs> and I'm like, Kirk Holder. I'm marrying the wrong person. That's <laughs> awesome. That's so awesome. He's such a cool dude. He is literally one of the coolest. Yeah, we met because I, I originally uh, I started the Bulldog as a doorman. And... um you know, kind of, I, I guess, took slight, slight steps forward to do more <laughs> than to be, to be that. And, uh, you know, I had a good environment. Of, uh, at the time, it was only one location. It was uh, Bulldog Magazine Street, Uptown New Orleans. Um, we might have had a total staff of eight people. So that's the original uh, yeah, location. Yeah, the original location. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I was hanging out there before I worked there, and... I found myself without a job at, at ends with uh, a f- working at a family business. Sometimes, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know, it's, it's hard working for family. This is um, true. And, it, it, you know, completely different business, marine propulsion. So, oh, wow. But for a little bit, I was also filling in at House of Blues, uh, working there part-time. So th- that, was, that was, I guess you'd say, my first intro to service industry. Was was working at House of Blues. Um, Were you into craft beer before that, though? Like, was that your thing before that? I started going to, like, Cooter Browns yeah. and Bulldog and places like that. Uh, Sitting Duck, for anybody mm-hmm. that remembers that wow. place. Wow. Now you, yeah. you're going yeah, way yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, places like that. I, I, w- I went there. And I, so I was getting, I, I would say I was getting into craft beer because I didn't know how deep... Um, better beer went yeah you know I guess I thought the limit was um, the brands I'd already seen on the shelf I hadn't investigated the what was going around the country or, or whatever I was only familiar with the labels that were in front of me yeah so what year, that makes sense. what year was this would you say um, like I started going to those like some of those places in 90 Four, I guess you'd say, because yes, that's me. Right, Thank right. you, Bree, delivering our tasty beverage. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, cheers, cheers, sir. Uh, yeah. So at that time, I mean, craft beer here in Louisiana was basically a beta. Yeah, it was a beta, and then um, yeah, a few years later, there was well, Dixie was on Tulane. Yeah. Um, a few years later, I'm trying to remember what year it was, I went to Acadia Brewhouse. Acadia Brewhouse was on Carrollton in Mid City, New Orleans. Um, first time I went there, I didn't know 
bunch about beer. It's still, I was, I was. We're, we're talking a completely different landscape. We're talking yeah. the, uh, you know, a dark beer was was Guinness, or Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, imported beer was Corona, Bex. Yeah, something uh, like that. You know, other other other. Granted, imported granted. beer for me at that time was like going to the chimes and doing around the world and like the Japanese beers or like beers from France or Italy or whatever. And I'm just like, I hated, I hated them. Like I have oh, to yeah. drink them because I have to complete this thing. But I'm like, these beers are horrible. Like these are, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want any of this. Yeah. I mean, the forefront of, of, of all things beer was, was Cooter Browns. They, yeah. they, they opened them at 76 or 78. So they've been there for a bit, and they had all the beers. They had like, you know, I think their claim at one point was over 300 beers. You know, wow. Um, so I remember drinking like Skull Splitter and um, Samaklaus and like all these different beers. Some of which I liked, some of which I didn't. Um, but I didn't understand them all. I didn't understand that there was a. I, I didn't get. In the, I went to Brouhaha and started home brewing uh, when I was at like UNO. For those of you that went to University of New Orleans, <laughs> and we brewed a beer that was a, like a clone of like a dark lager or dark ale, uh, basically it was like a clone of, let's say, Turbodog. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do the best job of it, mainly because we were drinking too much while we brewed it. Well, you know that happens. But uh, but ultimately, like when you brew a beer, you really get way more interested in beer because you have to learn. A, hopefully, you should learn. A, what you're doing before you execute the, the the recipe, right? True. So, so we started like uh, reading about these beers and how could we do it. We still drank too much while we brewed the beer, and it didn't turn out uh, great. Uh, but it put us on a path of like what I need to look for in the future. So, drinking more beers at Cooter Browns and Bulldog and other places that are similar to that. Ultimately, uh, trying to go to all the places that had a different beer selection but Looking still for variety. I, yeah still i didn't know anything other than the beers that they were serving once you start getting into like what's going into other what's happening in other parts of the world mm-hmm. when i started traveling to other places and trying breweries from their towns that's when my head kind of exploded yeah and that's when i was like well brewing has to start here in Louisiana. Brewing has to gain a better footing in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. It has to. So going from working at the Bulldog as a doorman um, and uh, doing that thing to like trying all the beers there to then exploring beers outside of Louisiana and trying the beers in other states, trying to get them to distribute beers in Louisiana. Not that easy. Not Well... Well, back then, I mean... Well, it wasn't that easy because they didn't have the capacity. and They they didn't view Louisiana as anything other than hand grenades and... uh, Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Literally, I I talked to several breweries when I was in the capacity to sign breweries to some sort of distribution agreement. When Mm -hmm. I did work for a distributor, I talked to breweries and they were like, yeah, for a little while we thought all y'all did down there was Bourbon Street. And we didn't realize that y'all had a great culture of food and your community cooking and all that stuff was really deep we didn't understand that because yeah. all we saw when we visited was one street and that's our fault yeah like, i mean that that was stated to me by one brewery in particular but it was echoed in many other breweries sure. that i talked to 
I tell people all the time that that come to Louisiana and they go to New Orleans, like, where should we go to New Orleans? I'm like, well, I'll tell you where not to go, and it's Bourbon Street. Like, yeah, you're gonna miss out on a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, I was like, if you just want to go to, you know, to, to see a bunch of strippers and to buy some overpriced T-shirts, and you know, like, sure, do that. I was like, but the whole city in itself, you need to explore. There's some great places away from that. Yeah, the heart's beating in other places. Yeah, far away from that. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't know any better. All my friends went to Bourbon Street, so I would go to Bourbon Street. They would go, you know, they'd go down there for Mardi Gras and stuff, and they would only go to parades that were in the French Quarter. Yeah. And I didn't know anything else, so, like, I got burned out early on with parades in Mardi Gras. Like, from 16 to 20, I was just like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to do Mardi Gras anymore. This is crap. Like, I'm not having fun. And as I got older. Laser Lake Planetarium shows. No. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. As I got older. That's and what I was doing, 16 and 20. There you go. I was, well, I was, I was doing things. Whew. I was doing a lot of things. Anyway, uh, when I was younger, during that time, all my friends drank. They all drank beer. They all drank either Coors Light or Bud Light. That's what they drank. I didn't have a taste for it. I tried I tried Budweiser. I tried Old Milwaukee. I tried all the stuff that everybody was drinking at that time at my, at my age group. Yeah. Underage drinking, <laughs> and I, I didn't like. It's like this. This doesn't taste like anything. Like I don't like it. So I would drink whiskey. I drink Jack Daniels or something. And it wasn't until I moved to Reno, Nevada, three days after I graduated high school, and went there. And I forgot what I drank, what beer I even drank there. That I was just like, whoa, this doesn't taste like beer. It's like no, that's beer. It's like you just, you just been drinking crap. Like, this is what yeah. real beer tastes like. I'm like, oh, okay. And then when I came back and I discovered, like, a beat of amber, and I'm just like, oh, wow, this tastes good. Yeah. And then, like, I went from there, and I think much, I had a Much different than, than the, whole, the, yeah. the, the, the bigger things. It, it had flavor to it, as opposed to a Coors Light or, a, you know, yeah. a Michelob Ultra that just doesn't have it. To me, doesn't have any flavor. I talk to people all the time that think that beer has flavor, and I'm like, sure, you know, if you I, say I, so. I think... I think it is interesting because there are people that tell me they can taste the difference between, let's say, this ultralight and this other very light version of a similar thing. And you yeah. know, I think I think branding is strong. Yeah, you know? for sure. Uh, I think that there are craft breweries that can have similar profiles in their beer as well. So maybe it's a just the general area, maybe refining to how m- much you can tell between a a beer is is harder. Yeah, well, you know. So I I, I don't enjoy <laughs> the flavor profiles of 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 that that area. Yeah, I, 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 to me, it just it, it has a weird weird kind of. I'm lucky that I get an introduced to. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout. You get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. Um, uh, you know, really good beer at a, at a for me, a, a younger age. And, and I, I don't think I've ever 
really look back. Yeah, I mean, like I, when I met Zach, he was at a skate jam, skate party. My my best friend, he had his built built this big wooden bowl in his backyard. Sweet. Yeah, it was it was really awesome bowl. <laughs> like it, first it was a half pipe, and then they like walled it in to make it look like an old like pool or yeah. whatever. They painted it blue. It's a great, great outdoor area. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have his birthday jam and uh, bring you a guitar and we're going to barbecue. And I invited these guys from the skate park that I met, the Hammond Skate Park, Dreamland. And so we're skating and or or I'm jamming, whatever. I have my amp, little amp set up with a guitar. And uh, all these dudes I, I never met, like skating, ripping this ramp up, right? Way better than what most of us that either contributed to the ramp over there yeah because they're friends of like <laughs> could skate but like these guys are like doing crazy shit and this one dude's wearing like this mailman safari hat looking thing and which happened to be zach but he was like ripping us some shit and i got some i got some video from it i'll, I'll show you yeah dude i want to um, see that anyway uh i think kerry i was drinking like a, a stone ipa or or something, uh, Levitation, I believe. Oh, wow, okay. Actually. still like that beer. Yeah, it's a good beer. Uh, I think they discon- might have discontinued it now, but um, I think she said something like, hey, would you like to try some of Zach's beer or something like that? And it was a porter. It was what is now Corova. Yeah. But it was the early or stages of Corova, and it tasted pretty much like Corova does today, which okay. is for home brewing, like, when your homebrew tastes pretty much like what it is, like it means that you've done a lot of repetition. Yeah. Um, so I drink the beer, and I'm like, damn, that's good beer. And, and as I discussed all, along this path from going to some beer bars to working in the service industry to getting a job at a beer bar uh, to uh, working my way from doorman to bar back to bartender to bar manager to general manager at a beer bar, like you drink a lot of beer, yes. And then I meet this dude that's making good beer. As I, as I met other great people that make great beer, other breweries that make great beer in the state. Um, but like, we hung out. And we we had a good relationship. We rocking, we skating, we drinking beer. We stayed in touch. But I recognized very early that the beer that was coming out of his at that time garage uh, seemed like someone that was. Uh, obsessive compulsive about the quality of the beer yeah so again that resonated with like some of the best beers that i've ever had around the world whether it be aventinas or uh, Iyengar or you know whatever whatever great beers that you've you've had from other parts of the world or america like there was something that was similar about it and and I think that's what spoke to me about what he was trying to do for beer. If that makes sense. Like he was and trying to make yeah, no. he was trying to make the best possible beer. Exactly. And I I, th- I think he does that. I've said this numerous times to people that I have never had a product that came out of gnarly barley that I did not love. Like there's there's breweries in the state that I drink a lot of beer from. Some of them are right up my alley, and some of them are just like, yeah, it's okay. It's just not my style. I have yet to have a beer that's not my style from Norley Barley. 
from Catahoula to Radical to Juicifer to Corova to, um, to the stuff that you guys do only in the tap room. Everything I've had has been fantastic. And to me, that just that just shows the 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 craftsmanship of how Zach well, I really makes his beers. That. I mean, it's 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 definitely uh, it's definitely a team effort. Uh, yeah, you guys have a good crew. Yeah, Joe, over there for Joey, sure. uh, Joey Charpentier, our uh, head brewer, head of production. Um, he he absolutely brings a shit ton to the table. Yeah. Uh, Brightside is his nickname. So Brightside IPA is Is that his baby or is that Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great beer, man. I mean Juice Fruit was Norvana's a great beer. It, I mean his, he, he he penned uh he penned that recipe. Juice so, Yeah. Oh wow. So, okay. Like, uh there there was some adjustments uh, that that Zach and he talked about um that I definitely feel were uh, finishing to the to the, the, the overall product, like being what it is, yeah, for, for sure. But I mean, if you and there's input from, I mean, we we get feedback from everybody there. Like we do tastings, and um, that feedback is important to not believing only your own taste buds because you need some feedback every once in a while. Oh, like, sure. You, 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 can't you need some have, honesty. Yeah, you need honesty. You don't need, you don't need yes people around. You need... No, that's not going to help some you. hardcore feedback on... Like, even if it's... Even if somebody gets, like, some really weird uh, interpretation of it, isn't it better to have that, that information and not oh, have sure. that information? Like... Like honestly, it, it, we're, I mean, we were chatting a little bit about um, things over time. But like, if, if you play music and you ask your good friend, "What can we improve upon?" and you play, you play the set. You know, what can we improve upon? And they don't. They're just like, "Oh yeah, it was good." Like just like just give me some give input. me something yeah. to, so I can improve what I do. So that that's I I I hope that we. And maybe we don't make enough time for it. Maybe we should have more time for that. But I hope we continually improve our open communication so that we can uh, be stronger as a, as a complete rather than just go by, you know, two people's taste buds. Because yeah. I may like things that you don't like. Exactly. And you, you, you may like things that I don't like. But if, if we only go by our two likes... Then we're only in that much yeah, real estate. A, yeah, it's a it's a narrow yeah. view that you're having instead of getting the whole open view. Granted, there's great there's great things that can come out of, of certain people. Like, uh, Steve Jobs, yeah, great visionary, but he surrounds himself with great engineers. Exactly. So he couldn't do that on his own. No, he needed those people with him. And I like the comparison of like the music aspect of it because you and I are both musicians. We've both played bands. And I think it's very similar to the craft beer world. That like, there's certain people in both that sometimes they don't want to hear input or they don't want to hear feedback because they take it as an insult to them or like their ego is too big to accept yeah. that. 
But then you have people like Zach who will take that input, and that might be something he didn't think of when he was coming up with this yeah. recipe. He's like, you know what? That might that might actually help this more. The so conversation that, is worth, dude. A it bunch. is. It really is. It's re- it's really, you know, it, it, po- positive criticism is different from. Um, this is something I I, I definitely feel that. I, I don't know how the atmosphere is gone. Uh, I, I guess I want to be around the bush. A lot more people want to throw up a flare, get into a war, fight somebody, than they want to do help and promote. Oh, 100%, um, sir. So I, I am not a big fan of uh, tearing people down, to tear people down on a public platform as much as directly contacting somebody to say that there is something that you differ with or have an issue. If, you, if you're really concerned about someone's uh, well-being, you can vote a couple different ways. Yeah. Uh, you can vote by your money. Uh, you can pay or not pay for that product. Or you could actually just call them or text them directly or whatever. You know, reach out to them directly and say talk- what your concerns are. Are we talking about a social, uh, certain social media page? Yeah, I mean, I mean it, well, I just feel it's kind of like gravitating t- or spilling, unfortunately, into a dead zone of, look, I love beer. I love beer. I love a lot of beer. I love a lot of breweries. And I love a lot of breweries, not only for what they are trying to do, but the people that they are. Yeah. Do I love every beer by every brewery? Absolutely not. No. If I were to say that, I'd be a freaking liar. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I need to go on some other platform and cast them down my judgment to make me feel better. That's, that's, that's all it's doing. That you, that's all it's doing. You're correct. And all you're doing is making yourself feel better because you're trying to look to other people like you're cooler. Yeah. You know what? You're not really helping anybody, and you're definitely not helping the, the Louisiana beer scene. No. You're not helping the international beer scene. And the sad thing is that's not what that certain page was created for. That page was created for to, like, celebrate craft beer. Yeah, yeah. I just I, – it it, it's kind of turn- – sometimes it, it turns into – I got accused of that uh, recently with uh, Flying Tiger. By Some people accused me of – Kind of shitting on them uh, with juicy when it came out because some of the some of the cans I got oh, in the market uh, yeah, were, were oxidized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't. I was just all I posted was, "Hey, this doesn't seem right." Is anyone else? Hey, we had we, this problem. We, we've taken it over the head for for our, our production yeah. issues. I mean, not every not everybody's going to be perfect. That's just a thing that happens. And what yeah. aggravates me is you have the people in there that know the only thing they know about craft brewing is what they read about. They've never done it. They don't know the logistics behind it. They don't know the process. But they're quick to judge and condemn and try to shame a brewery right, 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 for right, their right. practices. There's, and like, a, there's a big difference. There's a big yeah, difference. Yeah. And it's I, not, I don't know how to help people understand the difference, but the difference is um, it's, it's kind of a gut feeling. Do you feel like you're being an asshole? Yeah. If you feel like you're being an asshole... You're an asshole, probably. Exactly. Or if you don't feel like that, you're being an asshole. Because, like you said, that's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, that's the people that are trying to be cool and be hip and like, hey, look at me, I'm a dog. I mean, I had somebody who tell me one time, like, I literally had some somebody. I was I was at uh, a great great beer bar in New Orleans, awesome beer bar, right? Having a great time. I'm drinking a great freaking beer. I'm. It was, it was actually a. Uh, it was a. 
Gaverstoop. It was like this awesome Belgium saison, right? It was, it was killer. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just enjoying the day. I'm out on a balcony. I'm like, damn. This, I'm like, is great. this beer is so damn good. <laughs> this is like one of the best beers. You know, I, I wish one day I could, we could produce this beer. Yeah. Like that level beer. And this guy's telling me that this brewery should go out and kill himself because they don't make good enough beer. And I'm like, dude, do you, you really think that? Like, you, you think that your statement on Facebook's going to make that person run home and yeah, cry and like, I'm going to shut down my business now? Right. I was like, you, 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 you're not helping anybody. No. Like, don't, 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 don't post it. Like, just don't go there. Don't step down to that stuff. Like, no. be positive in what you do. Be positive in whatever. You, everybody has their own choice in life. You can be happy. You can be miserable. Don't choose to make other people miserable just because you, you, you're trying to make yourself happy. Exactly. In essence, you're just pushing off your misery. Yeah. You're, you're trying to make other people misery so, miserable so you can be happy. Yeah, man. I love life. I love life. I love what I do. It's the best job ever. Beer is the best thing you know that, that's ever happened in my life. Uh, I was out of my wonderful fiance. Oh, there you go. She's rad as hell. <laughs> um, but she's also, I met her through beer. There you go. Right? So I guess beer is the ultimate awesome it but is like just get back to the idea that beer is to be shared to be celebrated hang out with each other but you don't need it. if you need it, if you have criticism you don't have to you be, don't so need negative to be so negative with it, with it yeah. yeah you can you can you have can po- post po- questions yeah you can have po- it, like you can you can post like you said that beer was like this is like one of the best beers I wish I could make something like this yeah somebody could just come in and, drain pour cool. shit is bullshit yeah you can be like that's cool man like not my style but glad you glad you found something you love yeah, yeah. Be like, no that totally. brewery's crap they made yeah, crap yeah. there's no need for it there really yeah, is no that's need just for it to make you sound so cool so you can troll and start arguments yeah. with other people yeah. and make you feel great Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't get the, 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 the trolling aspect. Is, is just not. We're not. We're not in the, the best position in Louisiana to, to troll each other. Like no. we need to support each other more than, yeah, all that other, crap, man. Like we all like, need to have band each together. Back. Like like, if you don't dig it, hey, my mom always said, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you can't say you didn't enjoy something. That's that's way no, you, different. That's you, way yeah. different. But you, don't say you, this beer is shit. The whole brewery is shit. All their products. Yeah, suck. don't tell people they they need a you know. It's stupid. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I we we should enjoy each other's company. If you don't dig the beer, don't buy it. Yeah, period. it's that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. Just don't buy it. Don't su- don't support it, and you don't have to go on social media and let everybody know you're not supporting it because you don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't buy white Zinfandel. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I don't but buy I do Pinot buy, Grigios because I, do I don't buy like some, Pinot Grigios. Some, some, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll buy wine. There you go. Doesn't so, mean I don't like beer. Let's talk about some gnarly barley beer. What do you guys have coming up? Like, do you have any uh, any new beer releases? Like, production oh, yeah. wise, like that's going to go out in the market. Yes. Yes. Anything you can talk about? <laughs> yes. No, I want to talk about it. Okay, uh, so, so we again. How do, how do we make beer? Uh, you, you put it in the tanks, and then you have to put it into kegs or, or cans or both. Or bottles, and, and, but you don't do bottles. And, and so. put, put it out to market. So for a little bit, we took a little, we pumped the brakes a little bit because we had some uh, needs, uh, expansion stuff to do at the brewery. We thought we were actually going to get to a lot more beers this year. 
uh, but you, you got to do what's right for maintaining your production. So the next beer that we're doing is going to be released in August. Uh, at the brewery, it's going to be August 10th, which I believe is a Saturday, um, which will be our first like market beer release um, in a while. Yeah. So we're going to do milkshake, a milkshake IPA. It's going to be called Melted Milkshake IPA. Nice. Um, that seems to be the big trend right now, these milkshake IPAs. I noticed there's a it's at 450 North Brewing in Indiana. They're putting out milkshake IPAs like every week. It's insane. You know, and, and look, I, yeah, it, it, uh, we, we've been, we've produced uh, more than a handful of them. Yeah. Uh, this is the first one we're going to upscale okay. uh, or actually put out. Cause, so, so this one's uh, not just simply adding a bunch of flavors to a, a beer that we make already. Yeah. So we're, this is fresh turns, fresh recipe. Um, it's going to have some of the same ingredients of our other beers. So it will be malted barley. Uh, we'll have oats and wheat and flake wheat, flake oats, uh, uh, golden naked oats. It's going to be a combination of grain there. To provide a nice, uh, soft mouthfeel. Yep. Uh, water composition is going to be slightly different, probably, because it's got a different combination of everything. Yep. So uh, lactose added. Yeah, lactose, sugars, and then uh, vanilla bean. Not not vanilla extract. Nice. Like, yeah, I like that. Like, if you've ever tasted, uh, 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 let let's just say a. Um, bomb of the barrel uh, vanilla ice cream yeah. or you taste a real vanilla bean ice cream there's a big difference huge difference so that's why we're going with that uh, real vanilla bean um, which is not cheap I often wonder <laughs> why I don't just grow vanilla there you go you grow that here right I mean I mean I think so I probably should look into it man yeah I probably should <laughs> uh, it's legal too yeah, you got you got oh. some you got some grass back there behind the brewery yeah <laughs> <laughs> gnarly barley and vanilla farm there you go no but uh, so it's gonna be a uh, melted milkshake IPA um, with lactose and vanilla bean that It'll sounds be, incredible uh, our we think it's gonna probably hit about seven percent alcohol but it's going to be dry hop with El Dorado and Nelson Savant. Okay. So, this is a combination of hops that we don't use regularly on. I mean, we've used El Dorado before. Yeah. We've used Nelson before. But, but not we're together. never using these together in this recipe. So this okay. is, like I said, it's a new, it's a fresh recipe. It's, Whose recipe is this? Uh, Joey's Joe's? definitely been leading the way on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I will say this, like he... Researches and reads a ton. That's good, man. It's yeah, good. he's. You need that guy. Dude's sharp. I met him at a crawfish boil, his own birthday crawfish boil. I went inside, <laughs> I saw a bunch of brewing equipment. Similar to meeting Zach, I, wa- I walked in, I was like, okay, somebody's brewing here. Yeah, who's, who's, who's brewing? And I was like, oh, I was brewing. And he's like, oh, me. I was like, and then we started talking. I was like, this dude's got some, some ideas, he's got some wit. Yeah. I told Zach, I was like, man, I met this dude, Joey. At one point, you're going to be too busy. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to do all the brewing. Yeah. You're going to have to step back. Because that's, that's what he did. He did all the brewing and all the kegging and all yeah. the shit. I was like, you're going to need to talk to this dude. And I told Joey, I was like, yeah, my buddy Zach, he's opening a brewery. Uh, so that relationship worked out. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, he, 
Joey's definitely, uh, as far as recipe uh, research and formulation right now, he's, he's blazing the path. Nice. We all talk about like the general idea of what, how all these parts assemble, yeah. right? But like as far as the person that's going to paint the actual picture, yeah, that's him. That's awesome. I mean, I I told you my love of the strawberry banana milkshake IPA. Man, I thought that beer was awesome, dude. Joey was, thought it wasn't good enough. Oh my god, he's out ba- of his ba- mind. Not not it, that's not his words, but basically like. He was shooting for hire. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I had it for the first time. Um, it was for the the five year anniversary. Yeah, it was the five year anniversary. And he, they had it on I tap thought that there. Beer was awesome too. Dude, we, I, dr- we, I drank, we drank the hell out of it. together. Yeah, I drank the hell out of it. I was yeah, like, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I I loved it. Yeah, it, and I, I, that's not. I'll be honest with you. Every everyone probably knows this. Uh, if you don't know it. It's not my beer. Like uh, that's not what I gravitate to. Yeah. It's what not. do you gravitate to? Like when you're at home or you're out and you're not drinking normally barley beers, what are you drinking? Like, what's your What's your go? And it doesn't have to I be love, a beer. Like it's a cocktail or whatever. Just like what's your go to? I, I love a lot of different things. I really do. I I, I drink I drink all over uh, the place. So uh, as far as um, yeah, I love wine. Love wine. Wine is good. Uh, I love some range of it. Uh, you have no preference, red or white. You just wine. Uh, I'm more of a red I, guy. I'm more red of a red guy. guy. I probably gravitate to more towards more towards Malbecs, cabs. I like cabs. I like Chiantes. I like I like a good blend. Uh, lately, I you know some Bordeaux. I I. It, 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 that that is that is a I can't I don't have the same confidence in talking about wine as do beer. Oh, so, I, I don't either. So I still I'm still learning. <laughs> I barely and, have confidence talking I about mean, beer. Yeah, I mean I like read through it. Uh, I, I love wine, uh, bourbons. I yeah. definitely there's. I mean I just for for my own birthday gift to myself I I, I bought a bottle of Blantons. Oh man. So uh yeah, I mean I like I like but I'm not going to make a you know, I'm not going to make a cocktail which I had a great cocktail. Oh no. Recently at um Hayride. Hayride Scandal's got some good stuff over Dude, there. Man. They got some good cocktails. They made some great cocktails. I need to get in over there and do a do a do a show yeah, talk call, with somebody. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. Uh, I'll invite <laughs> you for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, great. I love a good cocktail. Uh, but when it comes to beer, which I do drink most frequently, I mean, yeah. No matter how much I love those other uh, spirits, uh, wine, I drink beer ninety percent of the time. So myself, I, yeah, I, I, I love a great. I really do love the range of beer, um, whether it be. IPAs, uh, porters, stouts, uh, sours. But you know, if you like, if you really want to impress my palate, like if if, if someone comes in like this beer is amazing, get, get like a saison, a, a, okay. a Brett beer. Like I love dimension. Overall, so yeah. it could be a, a dark beer. It could be whatever beer, as long as it's got some sort of dimension. Okay. Um, I think that's what I like more than anything. I, I, I can't. I can't. 
I can't say that I I I, I don't love pilsners. I don't. Yeah. I don't love pilsners. It's not. It's I'm not, not a pilsner thing. guy either. But, Same. Um, I love sake. Oh, sake's great, man. Sake's really good. Man, is that, is, <laughs> there's some other alcohols that I haven't even tried yet. That oh, I was there's, like, t- there's so much out there, dude. That's just like never even thought about trying. And, oh like, yeah, I was watching like some some Bourdain like. Oh yeah. Which uh, you know, honestly, big loss there to the, the whole thing. To 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 the culinary scene, dude, to the totally. be- the beverage scene, like to everything. Yeah, like uh, this is a total cultural snapshot of all these different places. Yeah. Uh, such a loss. Uh, we we could we could do a whole another podcast on on that whole oh for sure thing, but we we won't definitely. But uh, some of the some of the alcohols you see in different cultures. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I've never had that. <laughs> like, let's try it. Uh, yeah, I want, I want. How do I get my hands on that? Yeah, you got try everything once. You know, if it's great, you, good. If it's not, then you're like, all right, well, I tried it, and it's not my thing. But you got food pairing. It. That's where it's at. Food pairing is where it's at, and I, I, I stress a lot to people that normally have it in their heads that wine is the only beverage that pairs with food. Not true. Not true. Not true at all. There's a lot of beers out there that pair well with food. There's a lot of whiskeys yeah. and bourbons and scotches oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that pair well with food. You just have to find the right combination. You have yeah, to, you, have you also to have to find the right, uh, just the right drink in itself. I mean, you, yeah. you, I mean, if you have a good scotch, it's way different than a sh- shitty scotch. Exactly. If you have great I'm, tequila. It's like I love I love mezcal. Yeah, love mezcal. Did you see that Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul uh, from Breaking Bad have have started their own mezcal company? Like no they have shit. A, it's called Dos Hombres. They are, well, they were, not right now, but from 2 to 4 p.m., they were at a bar in New Orleans because Tales of the Cocktails is going on oh, yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. Behind the bar making drinks with their mezcal. Like somebody, well, you know, uh, somebody posted a live video, and I shared it on the ABV podcast page. Well, uh, what's the name uh Dave Ketchy from uh, Eagle of Death Metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm you look like for, you're searching for something. <laughs> yeah, I was searching for, for my phone. I was going to... Oh, Rancho. Uh, anyway, but anyway, that stuff is freaking delicious. Okay. Like, probably it's, it's a small production. Yeah. So you can't get it, but when you can find it, try it. Buy the bottle. Okay. Yeah, yeah buy the bottle. See, I, I don't Go think I've bar. ever had mezcal. Oh, well, not that I can, well, re- not that I can recall. So I mean, but you see, good and bad mezcal can. Oh yeah. Totally flip your paint. So there used to be a place called Booty Street Food in New Orleans. And they're not there anymore, unfortunately, it, what, for whatever reason. But they had a they had a drink. It's called Bad Manners. And Bad Manners was uh, mezcal, champagne, a rinse of sherry, honey, drizzle honey, and wow, okay. Um, I want to say there was an herb in there as well. It sounds pretty amazing. Just that. I used to order two <laughs> at a time. I used to order two at a time because the first because they come out in like a you know, cocktail yeah glass. But 
it was so good that the first one went down so easy, like, and then you want one to sip. Yeah. But it was amazing. It was a rinse of sherry on the uh, mezcal and champagne. I think were about equal parts. Okay. Uh, with a, a dash of honey. Uh, maybe there was a cherry and some thyme in there. I think it was thyme. Might have been rosemary. Anyway, this drink was so badass that as much as I love beer and every beer that we make at Gnarly Barley, you're not going to repeat that in yeah. that cocktail. You, there's no beer that will taste like that cocktail. No, 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 at all. You know? So, I don't know. I like flavor. Yep, flavor's good. Well, Don, thank you, sir, for joining me for the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, I thank you. Uh, this, and this was that's fun. a great shirt. Thank, uh, the Sword, man, is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they rock. I love these dudes. Are you going to Baroness? I'm thinking about it. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going to Baroness. All right, if you're going, then I'm going to go. So we Baroness can hang out and drink Paul some beers. Bear. Yeah, Paul Bear is from uh, Arkansas. Okay, I've never heard of them. I, I, lo- I love Baroness. They're badass. Uh, are you going to see Black Label Society and Black Dahlia Murders? I think I'm... Not available that date. I'm, I'm, I want to see Black Label because I love Zach Wilde. So I feel like I yeah, need no. to be there. Yeah, yeah. So Wait, what is that? Uh, it's like a Monday night, I think. It seems like something, uh, some day. Is that September? Uh, maybe. I might be getting married. Uh, oh, look, I better know about this. <laughs> um, Hey, yeah. If you need a guy to play, I know a guy. <laughs> all I know is next Saturday I'm going to see Them All Ghosts and Delta Reverie at One Eye Jacks and Baroness after that. So. Man, i got to play next Saturday. That sucks. Otherwise, I'd join you for the for that One Eye Jacks show. Oh. But I had you here to share some beers and talk. Yeah, man. Thank that's, you very much. That's great. A shout-out to uh, Angie Doyle, Slider Doyle, as I, I call her affectionately. Slider Doyle. For Burger Smith for allowing us to come here and do the podcast and stuff. So for the rest of July, guys... Gnarly Barley Beers. You get a dollar off Gnarly Barley Pints. Come in here. Drink some Gnarly Barley Beer. Be on the lookout for uh, what's uh, what brewery is going to be for, uh, for August. Melted Milkshake IPA. Yes. Be, be on the lookout for that. What's the release down at August? 10th at the brewery. August 12th. We'll start hitting, hitting the streets. In the streets. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm going to try to make it there August 10th to come hang out and get some before it hits the streets. But you'll be there Saturday. I will. I'll be there. At, yeah, I'll be there. By the time this will air next week, and I'll be already at Norley Bowl. There and drinking. gone. Yeah, there and gone. Uh, she gone. She gone. You guys make sure to follow Burgersmith on all their social media platforms, on Facebook and on Instagram. Make sure you're following Norley Barley as well uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. You guys aren't on Twitter, are you? I tweet little. But like Norley Barley itself. Oh, yeah, it's Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Look for him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah uh, I think we're on Twitter. There you go. Look for Don Lacoste. He's on. He's on all the social media stuff as well. I think so. I don't know. He'll be out in the wild doing things. Yeah, golf brew. There you Tomorrow. go. Tomorrow, Lafayette. Oh, this is Aaron next week. So yeah, never mind. So, never mind. But if you went there, look for. You know, hopefully you talked to Don and shared a beer with him. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on social media as well: Instagram and Facebook. The ABV Podcast. Easy to find. We are not on Twitter. Just don't feel the need to be on Twitter with the podcast. I don't know. Twitter Yeah, hits all the places. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't follow it. So it's too, it's too much politics every time I go on. Like, oh, I have yeah. a Twitter account, and I go in there, and everybody's talking about, you know, politics. I'm like, I don't like to talk about politics. I just like, Yeah. We're not. Yeah, we don't. No. Yeah, no. 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 We, don't, we don't do that not here. Not my jam. No. 
Guys, make sure you're uh, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or you, if you're finding it on SoundCloud and on Spotify and on Google Play and on the Overcast app. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. We do appreciate it. Make sure to check out our our swag over on tpublic.com slash user slash upsets apparel. They're always doing sales and stuff over there. Uh, I think last week they were doing something. You get like some of our shirts for like 13 bucks. Uh, and with shipping and ha- with shipping and handling, it came out to like eighteen dollars. So, I mean, that's not too bad. So make sure you're doing that as well. And until next time, I am Chuck P. Don. Once again, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Drink gnarly barley beer, people. It's the good. It's the good. It's the goody goods, as the kids say. The kids say that the goody goods. I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, they say lollipop. Oh, lolly, lolly. <laughs> there you go.
With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out. Because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details.
Also, a big thanks to our sponsors of the podcast, Pelican Craft Brands, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, and Athlon Insurance. Thank you guys for supporting the ABV Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Chuck P. Cheers.